everyone, and welcome to the Royal Rooters Podcast, your hub for your nine-time World Series champion, Boston Red Sox, your six-time Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, your 17-time NBA champion, Boston Celtics, your six-time Stanley Cup champion, Boston Bruins, and your 11-time national champions in football, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea. Ugh. Some things good, some things bad. I just got off watching the game for the World Series, which we'll get into in a little bit. What I like and what I like. But first, some team news. Um, Patriots news. The Patriots in week, let's see, week eight, I believe. Well, actually, yeah, like this week uh, or this uh, past Monday night, the Patriots smacked around the Jets 33 to nothing. Again. Again. <laughs> All right. So, um, and they just went after our defense, just basically just went after Sam Darnold of the um, – New York Jets, yeah, so yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, I went blank there. <laughs> All right, so yeah, he went, they went after Sam Darnold, basically just made his night miserable. Let's see, how many interceptions that we did? There was quite a few interceptions. All right. Jets fumbled the ball two, three times. Oh, yeah, here we are, four interceptions from by the Jets. Quarterback uh, Sam Darnold to the point where he was saying, or they had him mic'd up on the sideline, and uh, he said, "I'm seeing ghosts," which what I'm looking here at the, um, yeah, the terminology to that uh, with a quarterback, it usually describes a player confused or tricked by the defense. Yeah, so that's why I said like I'm seeing ghosts, like he's actually seeing ghosts. Not actually seeing go. That's what I mean. Like it's basically like you're getting tricked by the defense, by the defense, and like stuff like that. They aren't called the boogeyman for nothing. I mean about that. Yeah, this defense is unreal. It really is. Sony Michelle had a night to remember. He was pretty much doing all the scoring that night. Yeah. So yeah, rushing touchdown. So one, two. Three rushing touchdowns. So basically, he was doing most of the scoring the entire night. There was one passing touchdown from Tom Brady, and that was to Philip Dorsett, which was an insane 26 yarder. So, yeah, that was basically the scoring uh, for that game that night. Other Patriots news of the week after Monday night's game against the Jets, it appears that uh, the Patriots have acquired. Why Falcons wide receiver Muhammad Muhammad Sanu? This could be pretty good, and we really need like some or some uh, wide receiver weapons because pretty much everybody's going down. Yeah, which will also get into why how that what that could mean for uh, Josh Gordon. So it seems apparently he got injured again, so that means he'll have to go back on the IR, and you can only like bring either one or two players back from the IR. So it looks like he might not be coming back. So yeah, they might yeah have him be uh 
So they'll probably bring back Nikhil Harry, their uh, number one draft pick, or their first round draft picks to uh, be in the wide receiver spot with Dorsett, Edelman, and uh, Muhammad Sanu. So yeah, he uh, Brady made a gesture saying like, "I'll give up my number uh, twelve so uh, Muhammad Sanu could wear it." So that's very neat. Other news: Michael Bennett got a trade or uh, is packing his bags and uh, heading to the Cowboys for uh, a seventh rounder in twenty twenty, which could be a sixth rounder in twenty twenty one. So yeah, I knew I knew he was going to be gone after uh that whole locker room dispute that he made. That's why I said with Bill Bel- if someone does something the Bill Belichick that he doesn't like, you're out. Goodbye. Your services are no longer required. And that was the case. So um I also I didn't mention this in the notes too, but so there was a commercial that like and there was something that went on with between Brady and uh, media this week. He for, filmed a commercial for like a, I don't know, it was a car or a, like a, yeah, kind of like a salon place or something like that, a spa or something like that. So uh, he asked somebody, he gets in the car, this your first time? Yeah, it was my first time. Well, this is my sixth time. And he was kind of referring to uh, Robert's Crafts incident, or incident that happened like last February and stuff like that. And the media went after him, and he basically, like, he was lit. He was – we'd never seen a brutal side of Tom Brady after uh, – Cray words, dude, there are some things I do and don't like about Tom Brady. I mean, he's a human being just like me and you. He is a really great quarterback and be, will probably be one of the greatest New England Patriots of all time, but he's just a human being just like you and me. And he, that was one of his, like, human sides to him, or, like, one of his – I bleeped up moments. Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, yeah, he kind of lashed out against the media during, like, one of the practice, after a practice. Yeah. So, this week, this, uh, tomorrow, we got the Cleveland Browns. So, it's on the Cleveland. I think they're coming, uh, coming to Gillette. <clears throat> and they're already picking them to win the Super Bowl. Favorites to win the Super Bowl, the Browns. About to say. Or at the beginning of the year because they made such a yeah, they're two and four. They're, oh no, but when we beat them, it will be like, oh well, um, that was just a bad team. You haven't really played anybody good. Mm. Okay, this is the same team that the beginning of the year you were saying that we're gonna be in the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, they're coming to Foxborough. Right. I was right. Yeah. All right. So, moving on to Notre Dame news and very sad news because the final score of tonight's primetime game in Ann Arbor against the Michigan Wolverines was a blowout victory for Michigan, 45-14. to Let's read off the stats. I actually heard that like there have been like really a lot of Notre Dame fans who not like Michigan. And I totally agree with them too. There have been uh 
when the rivalry started, they, Michigan did not want to play Notre Dame because they were a Catholic school and mostly filled with Irish Americans. And that was that anti-Catholic, anti-Irish bigotry. And they would refuse to play them in the beginning. Like, and like when Notre Dame like would win a certain game or so, they would just cancel the series and not play them for a long while just to make sure that they would um, keep uh, the record or the win-loss record of the series. So that's pretty brutal. I mean, I know USC is a rivalry, but those guys really do want to play us. Michigan did not. They're kind of cowards. They really are cowards. And they would like to see nothing more than see an Irish Catholic school like Notre Dame burning to the ground. So you know what? Screw Michigan for now on. All right, let's read stats. Screw them. All right. So let's see. How did Ian Book do? Ugh. Eight for 25, 73 yards, and one touchdown. A 69.7. Yes. Yeah. All right. Passing yards, rushing yards. Yeah, Michigan's basically got like in rushing yards, they beat us by like 303 to 47. Good lord. Um, passing yards, but not bad. They beat us by 134 to 133. That ain't bad. Total yards, though, 437 to 80. No interceptions. Although uh, both teams have uh, committed like or tied for like fumbles and stuff like that. So, 33 fumbles. Yeah. So, we we only got 12 first downs. (sighs) And we didn't score or score a touchdown until the third quarter. And it was raining, too. Like, I heard, like, they were getting, like, a whole ton of rain up in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And the worst part about this night, now with tonight's second loss of the season, that now takes us out of playoff contention. So a shot at a national title is now out of the question. Definitely out of the question. This just seems sometimes that, like, I don't know. I might be on suicide watch for um, – as a Notre Dame fan, not on just like as a fan of Notre Dame, I feel like life's starting to suck. And scratch that part about Suicide Watch. It just seems that like, as a Notre Dame fan, I feel like what's the point anymore? But I mean, at times like this, it makes you feel, just makes you feel grateful about the good old times. But just, I feel like I'll never see another Notre Dame football national title ever. I mean, the last one was 1988, and that was four years before I was born. Well, anyway, let's finish the season strong. And then, so it's on to Virginia Tech for showdown with the Hoagies. Who, Hoagies, yeah, Hoagies. 
Yeah. Um, so um, I actually know a buddy that I went to high school whose uh, uncle was uh, one of the assistant coaches at one time. I'm not sure if he still is or not. I doubt that he is. All right. Now on the Bruins scores. Weekly scores. I'll read them off to you. So let's see. They played Toronto on Tuesday and they won four to two. Goals by Pasternak, Marshawn, um, Brett Ritchie, the new guy, and Paul Lindholm. Paul Lindholm, yeah, Paul Lindholm made it so the Bruins were able to get off the losing skid and get a win in front of the TD Garden fans. All right, and then tonight they played a rematch of the Stanley Cup against the St. Louis Blues and got sweet revenge in front of the TD Garden fans. A free nothing victory over a a right now struggling St. Louis Blues team. Pasternak got a goal, Anders Borg got a goal, and Brandon Carlo got a goal. So that would make our record now. Probably, let's see. Seven, one, and two. So seven wins, one loss, and two overtime losses. So 10 points altogether, or, or 16 points altogether. So yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. 10 games played. And second in the Atlantic Division, which isn't bad. I mean, we're still in a, we're still in playoff contention. Let me talk about uh, David Pasternak for a minute. So it seems that he's having a pretty good season. I mean, especially the game on Columbus A. Like, he scored four goals, got a hat trick, and got one more goal. So, yeah. So he's been having pretty much a season, too. Could he win the the Hart Trophy, which is basically the MVP of the NHL? Let's see. So right now, he is leading in points. I believe it's 11. And I think there was another stat, too, he was leading in. I know he's leading in points with uh, 11. He uh, scored a goal tonight. And he is fourth in points with 18 against uh, Leon Dressetti, Connor McDavid, and uh, John Carlson. So, yeah, that's pretty neat. So, I would say, I mean, if he's not, I mean, you cannot underappreciate what uh, David Postock is doing. They really did a good job by uh, giving him a contract extension, like, two years ago and stuff like that. Yeah, like I feel like he will be a really big impact player for the Bruins for years to come. <sighs> That's a guy who really does, does need a cup, and I thought that I thought it was really unjust for some of those guys who did not get a cup last year. So this game tonight was a big kind of like sweet victory, kind of bittersweet victory over the St. Louis Blues. But yeah. All right, Celtics news. 
they started the season and basketball is back. So the scores of tonight or today of this week. So on Wednesday, the Celtics played against the Philadelphia 76ers in Philadelphia. Bud lost 107-93. So, yeah, and then, yeah, so points from uh, Jason Tatum and uh, Gordon Hayward and uh, Kemba Walker could not wield the victory to uh, for the Celtics in the home or the season opener against Philadelphia, stuff like that, just rebounds and stuff like that. If they were making their free throws, then they could have won that game. Jason Tatum did not have a good night on a Wednesday night, but um, but yeah. So Friday night they played the defending NBA champion Toronto Raptors and won the game one hundred twelve to one hundred six. Um, Jason Tatum and, uh, Jalen Brown, well, actually Jalen Brown had a bounce back night on Friday night and he, uh, basically dominated with, uh, I believe 25 points. He's trying to show like, we'll also get into why he's trying to show too. Um, and then tonight they played the New York Knicks at Massacre's Garden in Toronto or in uh, New York and they won 118 to 95. They should, I mean, the Knicks, that's. That's one of the most awful teams in the NBA. All right, so um, so Kemba Walker was the leading scorer in that game for tonight's game. I believe. Let's see. Yeah, basically Kemba Walker. Like, and they were. It almost looked like this. Celtics were going to lose in next, but then the fourth quarter and the third quarter, they basically just bounced back, and Kemba Walker led the way with 32 points, five rebounds, and four assists, two steals, and no blocks. Yeah, so that was basically the top performer for the Celtics. It better be a top performer, especially if we gave him a four-year contract. Um, Jalen, So Jalen Brown got a new contract. He finally got paid on Monday. Four years, 115 mil. And that's what he has to do. He has to prove that, like, giving um, that contract was not a waste of money. And it almost felt like I really want him to prove me wrong, too. I also want to see a do-or-die season for uh, Gordon Hayward. He needs to prove that, like, also, like, this season, he is the Gordon Hayward we signed in in the summer of 2017. He really needs to prove it. And some of it really isn't his fault. is isn't Brad Stevens' fault. is isn't uh, Danny Asian's fault. He came back from a really bad injury and just hasn't been the same since then. Not even since last year, too. And this has to be a do-or-die season, though, if he wants to be a Celtic or just make it look like this wasn't really one of the worst contracts that we gave any player in Celtics history. <clears throat> and then finally, Red Sox news. So the Red Sox just signed today or uh, Friday night a new GM in Shaman Blue. He used to be the Rays vice president of baseball operations. I feel a little optimism too. I've been hearing too that he's kind of one of those guys that will this will be huge if we get a GM 
especially someone like that. We get this guy, then it will be huge. We could possibly get back, uh, probably get back JD and Mookie Betts too at the same time. I'm still doubting it too that like if we get both, we'll get both of them back. I mean, one of them possibly will go at the same time, but this will be huge. Like we could possibly maybe give either JD a new contract extension or Mookie Betts, one of our franchise players, a contract extension. So yeah. World Series, Astros versus the Nationals. So I just uh, finished watching game four. So the series is tied 2-2. Astros won tonight in a crushing fashion, 8-1. So um, it's been pretty neat that the Nationals, like a team that basically got counted out the beginning of the year um, and because they lost Bryce Harper in free agency. And, oh, yeah, and their uh, manager, Dave Martinez, was on the hot seat, too. So, like, he was on the choppy block, too, if he didn't get shit together. Or didn't get crap together. Didn't get his crap together. So, anyway, yeah, so they make it. They fight their way to the wild card game. Won that. Beat the Dodgers in five games, which is a five-game best of five series in the NLDS. Beat, swept the Cardinals for nothing. And then, yeah, they're in the World Series. I feel, I like this, uh, what they're doing, this Baby Shark song. Baby Shark, do, 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 do. That's my nephew's favorite song. <laughs> that, I feel like that could, like, people who do that, like the Rally Squirrel fame for the Cardinals in 2011 and the Beards for the Red Sox in 2013, I feel like most of those people who do that end up winning the World Series in the end. But I'm not I'm not pulling for anybody. I'm not really do not care who wins this thing. I would be happy for whoever wins this thing. At least it's not the Yankees. Ugh. Yuck. Who wants to see those guys win another World Series? Alright. So anyway guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please thank you for giving me this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Please follow my Twitter pages, which I'll mention the details. Um, follow the show on Instagram at Royal at lowercase Royal Rooters nineteen ninety two. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple i or Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes, and give us a five star review if you can. Uh, follow the show on Spotify. And, oh, yeah, mentioned uh, we're going to finish off tonight with uh, Do Damage. So it seems Monday is going to be the anniversary of or one-year anniversary of the Red Sox winning, winning the World Series, their best in franchise history. And fourth in, I would say, like uh, probably like the, the century and stuff like that. So fourth in uh, the century. I, I just draw a blank. It's the autism. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's go home. Good night. Look, we just want to chip. I don't know another city doing this. This was hitting shots. Lights out now, we at the top. We the champs doing damage. We the Boston Red Sox. This is the team that got the block hot, super hot. Give us 
Yes, I respect. Look like MJ with my Benetendi catch. Stunting like Joe Kelly in his specs. Coming out the bullpen, about to catch Red. Chris L is the one. Then we come with Craig Kimball and you're done, y'all. All these teams are whack. Yankees in the Astros, we took care of that. We got LA shook. We shelling down Kershaw, get that man the hook. Huh. You can't ball with us, we some born winners. Mookie light skin, but he's still a hard hitter. Rock a beat fitted, got them all bitter. Yeah, we taking out the trash, man, and y'all litter. LA's overrated, Boston dominated. All of y'all hated, and we still made it. Shout out JB and Zan, title town, host down. We the champions again, I hit the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. We the champs doing damage. We the Boston Red Sox. Run it back. Run it back. Play it again. It's over. Go home. Yes, go home. How many times have I tell you this? Go.